welcome to the Make It Count podcast, episode 11, and uh, it's good to be back. Absolutely. We are going to be talking about something that I'm very passionate about, actually, passionate about, but also I think it's really important. It might even be the secret ingredient to making it count for the long haul. Everyone loves a secret ingredient. Yeah, so we, we want to keep you in utter suspense, and Matt. Consistency. That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Gotta love consistency. Just one after another one. Which makes 11. Yeah. Hey, episode, episode 11. 11. Yeah, we should celebrate that one as well. That's what we were talking Absolutely. about last week, wasn't it? What do you think of when you hear consistency? Rain in the UK. <laughs> well, cloudy days at least. <laughs> I suppose I think of... <laughs> yeah, another one that immediately springs to mind. Trains being late in the UK, or just generally public services. Some cultural uh, rare yeah. there for you. Yeah, it? I suppose that's when th- something is consistently inconsistent. Yeah, traffic jams when you want to get somewhere quick. It no- you notice <laughs> it, don't you? <laughs> but I suppose also I think of maybe elite performers. They are always performing at a high level. They are consistent. You think of some tennis players, Rafa Nadal, uh, Federer, Djokovic. For years, they've been at the top of their game and they've been winning trophy after trophy after trophy. There have been lots of talented other players that come. They're not able to have that same consistency. So what's the secret? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're saying, what is the secret of consistency? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Because there are lots of performers that are consistent. It's Serena Williams, it's Tom Brady, it's all these other guys. Uh, musicians who perform for however long. Um, but I suppose I was thinking more in terms of in terms of making it count for the long term, if we think about it being a purposeful life. Mm. I think that requires consistency, almost a habit of doing the right things regularly. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are undermined towards making it count, either in the small or the big, by a failure to be consistent. So what, what do you think to that, firstly? Hugely, I've experienced that in my own life. And it's those things where you have a, an idea, this is where I want to be, this is where I want to go. You start out strong, you have that almost honeymoon period. It's all great. Then something gets in the way. And then you go, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then that tomorrow comes and you go, oh, I'll push it off again. Or whatever. You look... A few months later, you go, ah, completely stopped doing that. Why did I stop? I didn't, didn't consistently follow through. So massively, and that, we've talked about it before, the compounding thing, a little bit every day does make more progress than hitting massive chunks and then a long pause, and a massive chunk and then a long pause.
I mean, the thing that's interesting to me is that the big goal alone is not motivational enough. Hmm. Because if it was, yes. I mean, the New Year's resolutions we see, and this will be coming out probably in December, maybe. Hmm. New Year's resolutions, loads of people set them every year. The most common one is lose weight, eat healthy. Those are sort of the two most common ones. Yeah. But we also know 70% of New Year's resolutions, people will stop them by January, the end of January. Right. So that big goal of, you know, exercise more, live healthily, lose weight, it's not enough it's to not motivation enough. keep them doing the thing that they need to do. Yeah. Which to me is interesting. Uh, what do you think? I, I, yeah, I suppose. And I, I would even go further and just go, we have to have that goal. Mm. You know, but actually living a purposeful life, that can be a motivational thing that you think of in the moment. Mm. But actually, it's not enough <clears throat> to get you there to have that motivation in the moment. I suppose we've started talking about you've got the vision of the end state. Mm. But what you're lacking is how that vision matches to my day-to-day -day reality. And some of the things that you've talked about before with me is the difference between a lead and a lag measure, which maybe we don't want to go too much into, but it's the difference between going, am I measuring the input or am I measuring the output? The output being, I've lost a load of weight and I'm eating really healthily. The input being, what do I need to change in my life each day, just a little bit, to make that end goal reality? Mm. I think one of the things that I've grown through coaching massively, just generally as I seek to be intentional with living meaningfully and with intention, with purpose, is there's joy in the process and to, to seek ways to actually enjoy the process, not just, oh, I have the goal of I want to, you know, we spoke about it, my GCSEs, I wanted to do 100 press-ups, you know, be able to do that. Well, that's great, but it's a, it's a journey to be able to get there. So you almost have to go, well, actually, I enjoy maybe doing 10, and I enjoy doing the 11 or, or whatever it is. Does that make sense? It does. And it's kind of what the joy of the process is something that's really interesting because you reminded me of a TED Talk. I'm sure you heard it. It's the, who's the guy that did the rock climbing? And he talks about the tale of two climbs, and he liked free climbing. Mm. And the first one, he sort of, ended up just kind of going on a whim and he gets to this point in the climb and he's going I know what I have to do but I think I can't do it I'm so nervous and if he it's free climb it's no ropes if he falls he's dead right and he eventually gets to the top and no one celebrates nothing happens and he's he's just anxious or nervous and he's a bit like I've got away with one here and he didn't climb for a year but then he wanted to do this other climb. But he's like, I'm going to do this with mastery. And he went there every day and he would train in ropes. And then there's one part where they were like, him and his mate were thinking, oh, it's too like dangerous. So they were like putting rocks in their rucksack and climbing the rocks away so that it was clear. Oh, wow. So anyway, eventually comes to the day. He does the longest free climb ever. It's like four hours. It would take most climbers three days with ropes. So he does it, but wow. he knew every part of it. Sure. And so there was this difference between, oh yeah, sometimes we can perform to our very best. Just, you know, going for it. But it's a bit of a chance. You're, mm. you're lucking it. 
And that felt horrible for him. He's like, I never want to do that again. I want to do sure. it and know what I'm doing. And that's where that consistency of going there every day and doing bits and memorizing the steps really created this high performance. And he did something that nobody has, I even, I don't even think anybody's done it since. Wow. So. And of course, if you're putting yourself in physically harmed way, you know, physical danger by climbing up a cliff, you're going to feel that more intensely. But there are probably plenty of us out there who have experienced a moment of, oh, I know this is what's required of me, but I don't think I can do it. That's not a pleasant feeling, is it? Um, and if that's related to what we want to be doing with our life, whether it's through our work and contribution or whether it's in other areas, maybe that is, that, maybe we can harness that emotional energy and go, that's a feeling that I don't really want to be, I don't want to be winging it. I don't want to be faking it till I'm making it. I want to actually get to a place where I'm, have a level of mastery. And the only way is by consistently practicing and going to that hard space again and again and again, but in a way that doesn't hang you out on a limb. We have the guide ropes. We have the safety. I suppose, so I started this conversation, right? And I said, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I think one of the reasons I'm really passionate about this is two of the reasons I'm really passionate about this. One is that I think most of us don't do it very well. And two, I think we don't realize the effect or the positive the impact and power that comes from consistency. Yeah. And I think we, we overweight the short term and underrate the long term. Oh, that was a good phrase. I probably heard it from somebody else. But it's a, uh, oh, mm. it's better, it, it, to, to, for example, the, the sort of atomic habits idea of five minutes, right? Five minutes doesn't feel like very much of anything. Five minutes of learning what can a new I language, achieve in five, five minutes? minutes of sitting at a piano, five minutes of exercise, five minutes of, so whatever you want to do, it doesn't feel like very much. So, I don't know, go for half an hour. Mm. But the next day, that, half an hour you think about using it to yesterday it feels a lot and, and so i don't have bit... half an hour today so oh well, i'll just have to skip today yeah. i'll come back to it tomorrow but half an hour in the short term felt like a lot mm. but actually five minutes every day yeah. didn't feel like a lot but actually in building that consistency over the year you've done way much more like way <clears> more and and you, the way of spacing, there's a whole learning idea that you, the pauses allow you to recover and your memories are formed in those moments, a correct spacing. Yeah. And I really, really think that if one of the things that would help most people move forward and make progress is small but consistent daily things. Hugely. It's basically habit formation. I mean, he, James Clear was saying, I think I saw something uh, he put out recently and it was saying... Some studies reckon 50% of what you do is habit. Yeah, so, I heard but that. But reality is, it's way more than that. Like, I mean, most really? of the things you do huh. are out of habit of some form or other. Basically, just on autopilot almost all the time. Hmm. Wow. And even if it's inconsistent, <clears throat> like, that's kind of a habit you set in your life of inconsistency, of waking up at random times and stuff. It's just a bit... 
that is a habit of sorts. Interesting. He didn't say that, I'm saying that. <laughs> that five minutes, or just the consistency thing, is huge. So when we were on the ship, I was part of leading the juggling group. Um, I'm by no means circus level, but I was basically one of the only people that could juggle more than three balls on the ship. <laughs> this is why I make a joke about you being a clown. Yeah, I am. Just a clown, all those things. <laughs> but, you know, we'd be meeting and people would wander by and say, oh, come on in, come on in, and a bunch of people, loads of people, always would say, oh, I always actually wanted to give it a try. And so we'd say, well, you know, here's, here's how it is, here's a, a few juggling balls and give it a shot. This is kind of the form you need to make. Quite a few people would give it a go. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I, just, oh, I can't do it. You just go, you've just got to stick at it for a bit. And watch, watch the correct technique enough times, but also just come back next week. You know, we would happily give people a set of balls and go, go and practice five minutes a day. You come back next week and you'll be able to do it. You know how many people did that? I could count. In the two years we were on the ship, on one hand, how many people actually went away with the juggling balls and consistently practiced. And they made great progress. And by the end of the time when I left, I handed on to a couple of people that couldn't juggle when they first started and they were then leading the group when I finished. A bunch of other people who probably were maybe even naturally more coordinated and had the physical attributes, they didn't put the consistency in, so they never got anywhere. And so they remained, I can't do that. Are you talking about me at this point, aren't you? Because I definitely can't juggle. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> we another story. About that. I actually, I was thinking about this because so far we've talked about consistency in terms of the benefits to yourself, mm. right? But I don't really, I don't think we mm. often think about how that or the relationship between consistency and trust. Mm. Yeah. So I know that. Well, okay. If I'm consistent and I'm showing up on time, when I say I'm going to show up, that means the other people that I work with and I connect with are going to trust me. This is a natural trust. If I'm sometimes there, sometimes not, I rock up 10 minutes late, 10 minutes early, it's inconsistent. People, there's a little bit, they might not quite say it, but am I trusting him to be there when he says he's going to be there? Mm. And and they talk about that in business. Are you consistent? I mean, one of the things we've really emphasized from the get-go with this podcast is once a week that we can do. No, consistency isn't about whether you do it once a week, once a month, once a day, actually, but it's about doing it at a level that you can maintain yeah. almost no matter what. Mm. And that's why I think we've gone for a weekly thing, because it's like a daily thing, it wouldn't happen. No. That's not an appropriate consistency or regularity for us. But once a week, and actually if one week we didn't, I'd hope that somebody would go, Are you guys alright? Like, what's happened? Yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to call you out on this because you missed it. Mm. And, and I think that's something, I mean, Dan and Susie, who we know, they say about me that I've done really well. I've been writing this blog publicly for 80 weeks in a row now, maybe 90 weeks in a row no, without it's a pretty missing good a blog. week. It comes out every Tuesday, approximately 9.30 or 9 sometimes when I forget if it's 9.30 or 9. In the UK as And, time. yeah, UK. And, and that's a consistency mm. and and hopefully it's helpful and it's valuable and I suppose if we realize that most of us want to be trusted I want to be trusted well then one of the things I can do to build trust 
to make myself trustworthy is to be consistent. Mm. And I think that's something we often, I don't think I've really heard anyone talk about that. Yeah. That's, that's a great insight. I suppose the, the thing that jumps to my mind is we all, we all know people that you make plans with and then something will always come up. It, something, they'll be ill or something's happened in the family or there's something else that's, they've got to do. And, and, and you just come to realize, ah, that's what's going to happen. So you, you keep inviting them. But you kind of go, what's the reality that they're actually going to show up? And you kind of don't even, you, you get to a point where you go, the number of times they've shown up is far less than the number of times they haven't. You almost think, probably not even going to plan that they're going to turn up. We'll invite them, but there's a good chance they won't. And that consistency in either way, or there are some people that are consistently late to everything. And you just go, ah, okay, that's... That's a consistency, and if if you're going to be real with them and they're going to be real with themselves, you have to say that's a habit that you've got into. It's you know it could be a different excuse every week, but the reality is, yeah, you're always ten to fifteen minutes late, and in some cultures that's totally right, but in other cultures that might be offensive. Also, some settings it's appropriate, like here in the UK. Social settings, sometimes it's yeah. appropriate to be 10 minutes late, you know? Business Maybe, meeting, you know, business definitely meeting. not. Don't be late, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a, there's a, a situational thing to that. And I suppose to, to bring it back, we both play mm. football, we play with lots of different players, and some players are the mercurial talent. One moment, they've kicked the ball, top corner, they scored that goal, and it's amazing. Next moment, they're punching someone in the back of the head and getting sent off. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, and maybe there was a consistency there because that might have happened a bit too frequently. Every <laughs> Both of those single things. game. But actually, what you, what the players I enjoy playing with and the player, the type of player I aspire to be is that consistent player that's going to be, I'm going to give you seven or eight out of ten every game. Yeah. And it's going to look like this technically, tactically, physically, yeah. all the different elements. And we enjoy playing with those players because we know what we're going to get yeah. and we can rely on them. Yeah. And it's that whole thing Michael Jordan used to talk... I, I think it was Michael Jordan that did this. He would basically... The first 10 minutes of a game, he's testing his teammates. Right. Are they going to be on it or not? He'd pass it to them. If they did the right thing, okay, they're in. If they didn't, he's, he's going to play the game without them the rest of the time. Wow. <laughs> if they're not up to the level, if they're not consistent enough to turn up at that moment, he was good enough to do that on his own. Sometimes the rest of us... I'm not. And I just think, wow, my, my like call out to people, like figure out how to be consistent. And I, I think mm. we should just spend a few minutes now. What do you do? What are the tips that you do to be consistent? Generally in life? Yeah. What works for you? Mm. I think it just goes back to those keystone habits again and again and again. We return to them. But one of the things that massively affects me and I'm sure it affects you guys, energy. Mm. If you're not feeling energy, you're not going to bring it. How do I make sure that I bring at least a reasonably consistent level of energy every day? Go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time. Mm. My sleep schedule, my eating schedule stays pretty much the same. That means I'm going to have a fairly similar energy level each day. Occasionally I might have an off night, but it's not 
I'm wildly out every other night, three hours here and there. That's huge. Again, with energy. If I'm exercising four or five times a week, that just means my body has regulated that energy more. And so I can bring that. Same with diet. If you're, you know, eating crazily high sugar stuff, energy's gonna peak and trough like madness. And so you can't be consistent. So just some of those basic inputs and outputs, mm. basic life things. That's what immediately jumps to mind for me. Mm. What about you? I mean, I, I think there's so many things out there about habits and being consistent. And, you know, whether it's the Charles Duhigg book, The Power of Habit, is that the one? Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about James that. James yeah. Clear book, Atomic, Atomic habits. habits. You know, I did a, a Habits for Life course a recent, relatively recently. Yeah. I think I've written... I don't know, way too many blog posts on these things. Yeah. And I think that thing I said earlier, we underrate the long term and we overrate the short term. And really, really, the five minute thing. And I, mm. I like, I can't remember who said this, but have a lower and an upper bound. So you're going to stay between that. Yeah. You're never going to do less than that five minutes fight. You're always going to hit that five minutes. Even on your lowest day, you can do that. But sometimes we have our great days and we're like, hey, I'm going to go and do an hour. Yeah, I'm going to go okay, crazy no, on this don't thing. don't do that. Set an upper bound. Yeah. Say, for now, my upper bound is 20 minutes or 25 or maybe 30 minutes. So I'm never going to do more than that. Yeah. So you never kill yourself. You never burn yourself out. Like Olympic athletes, seven out of ten of their training sessions are light and easy. Mm. You know, and I think we get into this temptation, hard, go hard, go hard. We hear it all the time. It's like, no. Just be consistent. Yep. Five minutes, lower and upper bound, and just realize that in a year, you will have actually made a change. Mm. And actually, the barrier to starting the new day and doing that thing is so much lower. And it's just to, you've, you've made me think of something slightly just on the whole life scale, talking about making it count, consistency. So many people, are, we're in a culture that loves the immediate success. The f but it's a f often it's a flash in the pan. People are there for a moment and then they're gone. The hardest thing in the world is to maintain that consistency. Not over a month, six months, a year, ten years. It's over decades. And finishing well. And of course, if you're going to make it count, that almost necessitates a good finish. Because if you fall down before the finish line, well... Did you, make, did you it make it count or did you burn yourself out along the way or, or, or got distracted? So that, that power of the small every day over five decades is enormous. Mm. Um, and we, to wrap it connected to one other thing, we trust those people. You trust that person who showed up every day for five years, five yeah. years, five decades. Yeah. We trust them and we all want to be trustworthy and we want, and, and this is why, as we wrap up today, all I want to say is figure out how to be consistent, not successful, consistent. Like if you can do that consistency, mm. I, th I think it would be maybe the most important thing you're not currently doing. Brilliant. So this is episode 11. It was, we were going for it today. Uh, <laughs> we went some places. We went some places. I think it was really useful to talk about the consistency, the trust element, a whole number of different things, and some things that we find that help. I hope you guys can pull out some nuggets from that. Let us know what stood out to you. And 
Thank you for joining us on this journey as we are going to make it count. <laughs>